0: Welcome to the Three Hokage Podcast, are your hosts, Kay, Kareem, and
1: Hanif. Right, by now we've all seen Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, Kay, what's your first impressions of the episode? Or is it? Are you thoroughly uh, satisfied with how uh, the season or possibly series finale ended? Or is it something uh, that's still uh, lacking?
2: Uh, okay. If it's a season finale, yes, I am perfectly okay with it. Um, well no not really but i'm 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 cool with where it ended i'm okay with where it ended i just i just need someone to understand that why is that we just don't have conversations and why we just don't have dying words
1: what do you mean we just don't have dying words
2: i'm sorry because carly you're sitting there talking to the to falcon And you got one important thing that you need to say about, hey, this is why I need you to stop and stop talking to, um, like, I'm not really killing anybody that doesn't deserve to be murdered. Mm -hmm. Nah, we don't want to have that conversation. We could literally just say one thing to rough up why Sharon deserves to die.
1: Oh, so but she's no. her last breakfast, she say, "Oh, uh, she has the power broker, and then just kill over."
2: Exactly, but <laughs> <Like>, yo, <laughs> even before we got to that part, she should she should have been able to say, "Hey, yeah, like when when he comes in, he's like, leave her alone." Nah, this is the power broker. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> she gonna she gonna die today. But no, is that what they did? No. <laughs>
1: Okay. And that's your only that's your only gripe that Carly it was that Carly should have said that um Sharon was the power broker.
2: Well, no, not my only gripe, but that's like my main thing. I'm like, yo, because you could've ended like some stuff if you would have just said this half was the power broker. That's mm-hmm. all. Like it it could have ended some things. It really could have. I could be wrong. <laughs> but I'm generally not.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> What what about you, Kareem? Was there any? are uh, you satisfied with how it ended, or um, the episode
0: um, itself? I, I'll say that I'm I'm enjoying the the series, and I hope mm-hmm. that we eventually do get a, another um, series. At least you know that there's a movie coming up, um, Captain yeah. America four. Um, with that said, this episode reminded me that it's, this is this was a TV series and not a movie. Um, and in some ways, that's a good thing. In some ways, it's, it's not such a good thing. Um, so I, I like how things ended overall um, in terms of just the overall outcome of Sam. He became Captain America. I love his suit. Um, it's like the dopest thing about this series is pretty much his suit. Um, I also I, I love the, the heart-to-heart talk that he had with Isaiah Bradley. Um, and the way that Isaiah Bradley's story went forward, um, even impacting his grandson. um, I think that was a a powerful moment. Um, But I I have concerns, or I had concerns, or rather frustrations about how this show refused to let Sam beat anybody up, um, even when he had the suit. And to me, it's kind of like, okay, I know it wasn't just called Falcon. It was called Falcon and Winter Soldier. But Winter Soldier didn't really beat anybody up this, se- this season either. And, but my issue with Sam is that he's the lead on the show. He's the superhero. And he's the only superhero I can think of who has not beat anybody <laughs> that you can recall even in his <laughs> own show. And that to me is problematic, especially when he was, and I was thinking, okay, when he's getting ready to fight Carly, um, he has the new suit, the way he can use it to help reinforce himself against super soldiers. And we're about to have a really good battle. And then his answer was, I'm not going to fight you. And I, I get it, but Captain, but Steve Rogers fought his best friend growing up to some extent, and then he stopped fighting him at one point. But he did fight him throughout to put it mm-hmm. into whatever it was he was trying to do. So for Sam to say to Carly, I'm not going to fight you, when they weren't friends, um, he did relate to her cause, but he already knew that she crossed the line. To me, that was just an excuse to not have him beat somebody up. And all I could think of during that moment was, I can't say the the full line now since I'm fast and I'm trying to have a certain mentality. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like the meme where it's like, you know, fight back, fight back. You know, when the dude is getting jumped on the playground, like fight back, nigga. You know, I just kept thinking that. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, Sam? Like, let him beat somebody up. And that to me is, is part of, Um, the frustration that I had with this episode. Um, I felt that Sam could have taken uh, a bigger role in putting everything um, to a halt. I did like the fact that he was the one out there saving people. Um, He stopped the van from falling over. He helped others in a helicopter. I thought those were really dope sequences. And you want a superhero to save people and not just beat people up um, because that's the difference between him and the other characters um, but when i say this reminded me that this was a tv series and not a movie i just felt like there was some pacing issues um throughout the episode it, it seemed to be a lot of wasted potential with the remaining super soldiers who couldn't escape from the police even though they could basically outrun even cars um so i just found a little bit of pacing issues but i i liked it overall
1: i did yeah, I mean, I thought it was a good episode. Um, I, my favorite part was his conversation with Isaiah Bradley. Um, I felt that more so than everything else. I did like his, his monologue at the end when he was talking to the, the uh, council, as far as you know, there are people out there who don't want to see me as Captain America. And he might be talking about Walker or he was talking about straight up people who don't want to see a black person as uh, that, that, uh, taking on the mantle of, of being Captain America. Uh, which I understand, but also I you know I do agree that it's funny seeing uh, Sam take a more non-violent approach to certain characters or certain enemies in the show, whereas the first episode, you know, he everyone dies basically on, on those uh, those um, uh, fighter jets and helicopters that he was zipping through the, the canyons with. Like, he, <laughs> he wasn't like he wasn't trying to find a nonviolent means to getting getting um, past them but now it's like, I I just wanna talk. But I think it probably uh, speaks to his character that it takes a a bigger hero to not fight someone uh, or physically uh, uh, hurt somebody as opposed to just using your brute strength and and, and trying to overpower someone. Even though a a large portion of the characters he was going against were, they were super soldiers. So, I mean, him beating them in a a one-on-one was gonna probably be very, a probability of that was not wasn't going to be high unless he uses a uh, red wing or some other kind of ballistics or explosives. He wasn't going to fight. He wasn't going to beat them one on one, especially when you got uh, some of those super soldiers were hitting um Winter Soldier with iron uh beams, you know, landing on. I mean, hitting them with uh, uh, like the meter, uh, the the parking meters, things like that. He wasn't going to be able to stop. It. If, if you can hit someone with that and take hits from that, what is Falcon going to do with that little spin kick he's going to do? So I mean. <laughs> He's not going to do much, which I'm fine with. I mean, I don't expect him to be, you know, four. I don't expect him to be a uh, war machine. Or he's just going to blow up everything. Sometimes his, his nonviolent approach has a better means, uh, as has a better lasting effect than just leaving a whole bunch of uh, dead bodies uh, in your wake. I, I like the episode. I don't know if it's going to be a second season. I mean, I guess this builds ground for captain america for whenever that comes out maybe two or three years from now um, i liked it i mean it was there's small gripes you know the, the whole stuff with carly and the flag smash i, I figured like i said in the last episode she's going to end up dying either by um uh falcon's hands or somewhere she's going to become a martyr and it seemed like she was already signed on to becoming a martyr whereas the rest of the flag smashers still wasn't into that mindset they just still wanted to get their message out without you know, without, you know without losing their lives um, and, Kareem, with, you had mentioned that uh, they could have easily outran the cops. I don't know if they're going to outrun those bullets. No, I mean, to
0: get, to get rounded up to begin with.
1: Oh, it's yeah. It's like yeah. if
0: you wanted to get out of there, they were basically all standing together, just using a nap, walking. Um, mm-hmm. And I get it. It's an it's a easy way to tie up um, their storyline. So I, I understand the purpose of it, um, and I understand that they were not soldiers. Um, in the sense of they would have thought maybe we could make an escape if we, you know, you go this way, I go that way. They can't catch a saw. But I just felt like it was a, a lost opportunity to give them um, an opportunity to fight back. Uh, when they were fighting on the truck to begin the, the series, uh, they all had hands. They knew what they yep. were doing. They, they basically made a fool out of Winter Soldier and Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, out of everybody that, that came up against them, they had hands. Um, So for them to not have any strategy to find a way out of there. I mean, I understand that they wanted to be, um, you know, modest, but it just seemed like everyone was powered down at a certain point. Um, Where, you know, Bucky or Winter Soldier, he couldn't even open a a grand door. Um, So it just seemed as if sometimes it's everyone wasn't operating at their full capability. Um, Even with Sam, I think he could have beat went to um, one of the super soldiers easily because his new suit was basically vibranium. I love what he was able to do with the wings by reinforcing himself, Um, even the the tactics that he used. uh, He did all of that training to give a speech. And it's like, (laughs) you know, like, you didn't need it. Unless you just needed to do a push-up to make your lungs stronger. Like, I don't get what the point was to, to show that. I mean, I understand the training part of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it was a little bit disrespectful to say that he didn't have any skills where you could, it would be implicit that he was training to learn how to use the shield. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought it was dope that he used it. He had all the super soldiers in that one sequence, mm-hmm. but you know, come on, let him beat somebody up
1: yeah because he, he couldn't even be, beat bad rock and that honestly that was to me was the the messed up part of the entire series that i like that character just because of the martial arts um that he was using i would look forward to seeing him in future movies uh but you no know, they you know power broker killed him uh, well the yeah, power broker i'm not sure, I'm not sure if it power broker or carly shot him i can't remember either way he he's not coming back and yes he did kick sam's butt a second time in the uh in the show um now that it's done and they show that the power broker, you know, she's now gonna be back in with SHIELD or back in the US government. Um, I wonder if there's gonna be any mention of her possibly in the new Captain America movie or even um, if her, uh, basically since Black Widow's movie was supposed to come out before this, is there gonna be any mention of a power broker or anything like that mad report inside of the uh, Black Widow movie which would kinda of maybe tie everything together.
2: I mean, I feel like they're, they're, they've got to include Magikor at this point. Um, although, again, that still brings up my question about how is it that this heifer was blipped? There's confirmation that she was blipped. So, how did she become the power broker? And yes, I, I'm willing to accept that the power broker has been multiple people throughout all times and blah, 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 blah. But mm-hmm. how the heck Did she because again Sam's Sam's story starts six months after the blip? How does she just having been blipped back taken over so quickly? Unless she's also working with Hydra. I mean, like, I'm because we know that she's she's a multiple, she's a multiple agent, which is fine. Um she she's a credit a discredit to her last name, so (laughs) which is fine. But at the same time, like, yo, Heffa, how how did you, how, in the five years that you were gone, someone else would have taken over as the, as the the power broker. Let's assume that she was, she was always the power broker. Someone else would have taken over. No one would have kept up your mantle for you to just be able to walk back in after six months. So how'd you do it?
1: I feel like she might've killed whoever the original power broker was and just assumed that moniker. I think that's probably the easiest way. Like she just took out whoever it was. It was always a, a shadowy figure and you know, they, she took it up. She killed that individual. Maybe she used her training or you know, she shield Hydra, uh, espionage tactics, find out who it is, kill that individual and then take it over. Like this person who always worked in the shadow so she could easily say, yes, I was always a broker or whatever have you. Yeah. I mean, and I, I guess don't they can think, yeah.
0: Try to explain it based off of, um, the events after Winter Soldier, she may have done this, she may have started to initiate certain, um, you know, actions or plans that could have led to ultimately becoming a power broker. Um, but I just think it's, it's, I don't know, I'm just not really feeling that storyline right now. Um, yeah, so if it's I think just it's, Sharon.
1: Yeah, no, I don't see her as a true villain just like someone's just a I means to end. I don't see her looking for world domination as far as being, a, I want to take out America or whatever have you. Yeah, that's the just thing, wanna... yeah. Yeah, um, I heard her story. I'm hoping she's not, doesn't become the, the main villain in Captain America 4, because that doesn't sound like it's going to be entertaining at all. Um, I'm more inclined to find out what's going on with um, uh, Madam Hydra and uh, US Agent, how that's going to work out. Uh, Possibly in Captain America 4 or uh, another season, season 2. Unless they're going to do a spin I, I really don't want to see a spin-off series of US Agent. I'm not going to watch that. No. No.
2: Well, so what if they did US Agent in Magic
1: I'm not going to watch it.
0: I feel I, 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 don't, but, I, don't really, I don't really care for his
1: character to begin with. So I'm going to see him walking around and the way he already was before he beca- got this Super Soldier Serum, already being like all full of himself. Him the, he he's not gonna be able to do undercover work well.
2: No, I'm, I'm a U.S.
1: agent, man. <laughs> he, goes, he goes into that bar that they went into with um, uh, Zemo and, and Madripoor. I mean, granted, he's still. You know, they had weapons. I can see them shooting, and his little you know, non vibranium shell ain't gonna hold uh, hold any weight against them with their uh, firearms. Yeah, they don't no. they don't need to make a series about him. I could I could uh, care less about what happens with US Agent as far as uh a Disney Plus or a, a theatrical release. I hope neither one comes true.
0: Yeah, I would I would I wouldn't mind seeing him as part of a, another series or maybe a team. Um mm-hmm. but you know basically Dark Captain America is what what is he really going to do? Is he basically going to um, just go the extra mile in terms of extreme violence that you would yeah. not see Captain America. Do.
1: Yeah. There, there really
0: wouldn't be anything unique about a show yeah. just featuring yeah, him.
1: So- yeah, you need a super soldier that, you know, you don't, uh, when you don't want your main person to get their hands dirty, you send this guy in. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I, li- I like that he's included um, in this, but I hope that he's not just going to become someone who uh, wins the battles that Sam can't. Um, and what I mean by that is that you know Sam's not going to ever want to fight anybody, <laughs> and then here he comes and he's gonna you know just land the final blow or something. Let's work um, it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I did I did understand that the intentions behind the speech. Um, so I think I did enjoy that to some extent. Um, I didn't expect them to get um real deep into the the topics and the issues. I did like what the senator said about how okay you come back from the blip somebody's living in your house. What do you do? Um, I do, I did like how they did touch on some of that. Um, yeah. I, Sam's answer of, um, I don't really have an answer, but you know, I'm optimistic. Well, I mean,
1: I get
0: it. I get it. it. It's, you know, it could have been, you know, you know, modified slightly to have more of an impact, but I understand the purpose of it. Um, that's not really my issue. I think the Isaiah Bradley scene was powerful. Um, that that really touched me. I think that was the best part of this episode, aside from Sam getting his suit. Um, but yeah. I just like the Bucky and um, you know, Sam's relationship. I think they 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 make like a really nice duo. Um, so I do want to see them in Captain America 4. However, let Sam beat somebody up who has a name. That's well, he, my point. He
1: may, have, he may have to fight Bucky once he finds out Bucky's not uh, now his uh brother in law. Yeah right. <laughs> right. He's already playing with the kids. He's like, he's gonna be my, he's gonna be my stepsons. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I, I like those things too. Like I like how they mm-hmm. gave him that backstory. Um, they made him grounded. Uh, he has a, you know, a community that he's part of. Um, so I do like that because that makes him different. Uh, that makes his role more complex than Steve Rogers, who was a man out of time.
1: Right. Yeah. And if you look at uh, the MCU, as well as the the, the uh, television universe for Marvel, it seems to me the only the the African-American characters have that sense of community. You look at Luke Page, you know, he's the, the hero for Harlem uh, and he has a strong um, uh, base inside of Harlem. You know, everyone comes to him and it's a barbershop, even before he has superpowers on you know, people talk to him, relied on him for stuff around the neighborhood. Him, similar situation, but I guess before the blip. Uh, even though he's in the military, his family uh, and his sister and then the family were, were uh, well known in the, in the South in that area, part of that, com- that fishing community. No other characters um, that they've shown uh, have, have, that kind of have well have, one have family or, or a sense of community. You know, when Tony Stark was alive, he's all you know, a man by himself and just immersed in his own world and his money. You know, Vision was, a, was just basically an android. Wanda and her brother were just orphaned orphans. Um, yeah, I mean, you think about it. Even you say um, Matt Murdock, you know Daredevil's character. You no, know, he just was a regular guy. He wasn't like uh, wasn't part of a community. He wasn't you know, wasn't doing any kind of communal outreach or anything like that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think now. Who else inside the MCU or? or Off doing. part
2: they're not they they really no. aren't like it was, it was essentially someone had posted on social media about how they really didn't like the last episode because it felt preachy and it didn't really connect to the like they didn't like it as much as they liked um they as much as they liked wandavision okay and they said like wandavision had those quotable memes, the the different things that seemed like to speak to an individual person i was like but the falcon and winter soldier kind of speaks to a community so like and i didn't want to call them know. <laughs> you know
0: not-
2: <laughs> you know what i didn't want to call them
0: yeah right, so right, I'm just right, like,
2: right. If, and feels and like it figures that somebody white wouldn't understand that well no for the black person like yeah you just come back because this is your life and things are gonna still be tough for you and you're still thinking of like not just yourself it's like to me, WandaVision was a white woman who was grieving.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so she got to focus on her grief. Well, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is not really like that. It's like, well, okay, we, 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 we know that this is what happened. We, great, we, we have to grieve, but at the same time, we got to move on because life doesn't stop. We don't get the ability to just stop time and wallow in our grief and create misery for other people. We don't get the luxury of what white people get. And it was more like for me, like, well, it's because here they are, like, they just get to, like, they, ha- he has to go on. He's still, he still got family to support. I mean, although his sister's doing fine. <laughs> um, and you kind of just like keep moving. Like you, you see the good, like you know what the world is, but you try to see the good for the things because that's what your community is for. And I feel like, and I, so I'm just like, I'm trying, I tried, I didn't call the person what I wanted to call them. I just said it, it kind of, and in my head, I was like, it figures you're a white person that you wouldn't understand that. No, his Sam's experience to me seems more closer to what would happen mm-hmm. if you got so, if like, if this was a, a real thing, then WandaVision, because WandaVision was more like, well, I get to stop myself and everything else. Not to say, and I'm not taking away from WandaVision because it's a good show. But I'm like I I kind of like this one a little bit more because it's more realistic and a more honest portrayal of what life would be could be would definitely happen.
1: Yeah, I mean the the especially the like I said the the monologue by Falcon at the end to the council, it it felt like that's it was a summation of the entire. Um, six episodes, or it, it right. may feel preachy and stuff, but it speaks to a core audience. Uh, it may not be the main Marvel audience, but it means it's definitely, to me, it's, it's, it felt like it spoke to a black America. Um, while there may be uh, some African-Americans who thought it and it's felt the same way, oh, it's too preachy, you know, it needs to be back into the you know, gung-ho action or it just needs to uh, be less talk and more- um, More fighting. Uh, movement and More fighting and stuff, and I understand that. Um, or it could be where they said, I wanna have an escapism from reality. You no, know, I don't wanna to have to deal with racism or, or uh, monologues and dialogues that deal with race in my comics or in my TV shows. And unfortunately there's certain times it can be turned off and certain times it can't. Um, it's not the first time. And, and if anyone who's read comics uh, would have seen, not the speech existed uh, verbatim inside the comics, but Sam has had these conversations like this before and mm-hmm. uh, I mean there's been comics where Luke Cage is cursing out um, uh, uh, Falcon about you know where's the where's the help you know why isn't uh, you know uh, I can find that I'll probably, I'll probably post it in the Three Hokage story on Instagram but he's basically telling Falcon you know, you know tell Tony Stark we need more money and funding for the schools and, and the charter schools and, and hospitals and, and, and the community you know they right. Wanda you wonder know, that it's easier to be a, a white girl from Russia than it is to be a black girl in America. Like things like this, like these conversations aren't new. So I don't I vaguely, I usually dismiss people online when they say, oh, I, I why are you talking about this? Like, this is some of the same conversations they have inside the comics. It's not like, right. oh, it's on television now. We've got to add extra racism, no spice, uh, add it, and I'll spice it up. No, it's just that's kind of like what's, what goes on in a comic world, which is a, still a, uh, offshoot of reality, you know. People write what they know. People, uh, and and unfortunately, we have to deal with race. So if we lived in a society where racism doesn't exist, where some people think because they, we had Obama, it no longer exists, but uh well, hey, ra- racism we had
0: Obama exist. twice.
1: Yeah, we had Obama right. twice. There's no racism. We got you had the a black first president. time
2: didn't <laughs> convince you that there was no racism. The second time should have completely convinced you
1: racism yeah. is dead in america we have a black president the real racism yeah.
0: was a black man wearing a brown suit
1: so that's like black on black racism are <laughs> you gonna wear a pants <laughs> come on it's
0: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah but um uh it, it's just reality uh I, I usually don't even get into those discussions with people when they're talking about this stuff online it's like it you're just gonna fall down a rabbit hole uh, and you never go online thinking that you're going to convince someone otherwise If you'll feel in that no, just go ahead. You say your piece, they'll say their piece. Agree to disagree. Click on the next subject.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I, I do find it, it interesting um, that they they touched on it even to the extent that they did, where they would they explicitly say, you know, a Black man is Captain America. Um, so I do understand, and I do think it was necessary um, mm-hmm. to not gloss over that fact. Um, and that's what I think Isaiah Bradley, um, his conversations with Isaiah Bradley and the fact that they honored Isaiah Bradley at the end was powerful because that was necessary. Um, Again, he didn't get any kind of reparations, but again, that's a different show. Um, But the fact that he was now being honored um, was not just for him, but also for his grandson, who was seeing that, you know, his, his grandfather did all of this for America and he's being tortured every day, even after he got free every day he's going through mental anguish and the fact to see that no your service can be honored that things can change um even if they're not perfect i think that is powerful um so i did enjoy that moment i enjoyed that more than the speech um, because i felt the speech was um you know it was okay but I, I i enjoyed that part of it more um than almost any other part in the show yeah okay
2: can i say, you though know, it bothered me that they did the um isaiah bradley thing at the end because, um, you know, people didn't know he existed, so here you are putting his name out there. This man still exists, and you have Hydra that wants access to super solar. Well, no, 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 they don't say he's still
1: alive, they say that he exists. They basically, it's like, almost like a memorial saying that he's dead. Only people who yeah. know, yeah, uh-huh. yeah,
2: so you don't think that Hydra, Hydra
1: uh-huh.
2: could find out that he's really alive?
1: Well, that's the case. That, uh, well, how would they, I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> so, how would they? But that's the case. They've they they got access to those same files because it's not like it's, uh, well, it's it was it's not common knowledge. I think them putting a statue inside the museum would just say, "Okay, Isaiah Bradley was." No, I don't. I actually, I, I got to look at that scene again. I don't think they. I don't think there's a, any placard that said he was a super soldier. I think they just like have a for the viewer. We have that um, uh, notion that he is like if, like it's um, suddenly uh, put out there that, that you know it's part of the Captain America thing, so therefore he is the super soldier. I don't know if that's been a placard, but I mean, Hydra can look at yeah, like, that he's dead. His official records show that he's dead. We don't know that he's going by Isaiah Bradley on his, uh, uh for the house that he lives in or whatever. He might be going by a different moniker or, any, or something else.
0: Yeah, I mean, they don't think that that he's alive. And it really did say that he was a super soldier at the museum. They had him for how long? They took his blood. They experimented on him. Anything that they needed, they already had. but right, now remember, they don't that need was all gone because-
2: but that's not a US because, agent. Right. So, well, yeah, they can use US agents' blood to Yeah, do the they same can thing. use his
0: blood anytime they want without any issues. True. I think going after Isaiah Bradley now, um, since he's been honored, will only expose their efforts. So I think making him a hero, making it known um, that he was a hero and that we're honoring him to go after him now would only draw attention to their efforts. So I think, you know, but to me, it it also speaks of, um, you know, Black veterans um, and and their contribution throughout American history and how they don't get credit for that. Um, Part of that reminded me also of, like, you know, my grandfather and, you know, the pictures I have of him and, you know, his his experience, and it it, it really just impacted me. Um, I I love that sequence. I really did. Yeah, I'm not
2: even going to lie. In terms of the someone made a, a valid point about how okay i hate to say this, this is something like in defense of of um u.s agent mm-hmm. and they linked u.s agent to literally how tr- how u.s agent and isaiah bradley are more alike than we want it than we want to give credit to and how he really is a product of how we treat veterans, and by we I mean our government, as well as the people, as well as us when veterans come back. But like how veterans are treated, <laughs> and and so it's and how they're tossed aside when they don't do what they're supposed with what what the government wants them to do and how they want them to do it, because I. In terms of our state rather we can see how that how how that was done, how it how we how they took the power from him by putting him in jail. But with Walker, God, I hate that I'm actually doing the defense of him. When you when when they when the person when the discussion I was listening to while watching framed it in the sense of how U.S. veterans today, tomorrow, the past have been treated. I look at the, I look I had to look at walker with a more sympathetic look like here he was going through all the crap that went through afghanistan which we, which they don't say just you know it's not expounded upon but you know like they he's done some stuff in service of america and to be applauded for doing for doing some of the darkest stuff that you think of that, that, that your mind lends you to think of and how now that he use those skills and show those skills the government's like no we're taking it all away from you because you did exactly what we had you do and praise you do before
1: yeah that's why he was mad when they uh kicked him out
2: yeah and i was like honestly like i don't like you i think about it like i'm like yeah technically that's what happened but like he's also an a-hole and i'm like i'm trying not to be sympathetic to him but if, if you frame it in terms of veterans, I'm like, yeah.
0: But that was the whole in my mind, that was the whole manipulation of, of his character. Um, even when they they, you know, had a dishonorable discharge. I felt that was all manipulation to get him to go down a certain road so that they, they could continue to control him. Um, like they said, you know, this episode and last episode, they didn't really have an issue with what he did. They had an issue with the fact that it just it was done so publicly, and it could damage that image. That's all they cared about. Um, and now his role is uh, US agent. I understand it. I understand him saying, I'm back, I'm back. I like that. Um, I understand that part of it. But I thought the introduction of his name was a little too on the nose. It was like, yeah. uh, it it was, I don't know. I just to me that felt like a little, a little too on the nose. I, I wish there was a better way that they could have introduced his name. Um, but uh, that's just me, I guess, being picky at some point. <laughs> but I enjoyed the series overall. Um, I, I enjoyed it, I would say, um as much as WandaVision. Um, uh, you know, WandaVision, nobody wanted to hear her give a speech in the town. Um, she had them hostage for how long? Nobody right. gave a damn what she had to say. So that's why she had to just get out of the town safely. I mean, she held them hostage. So it, it's the and this is what I mean by this episode reminded me it was a TV series, is because this was supposed to be in between the different movies. Um, so instead of having an entire movie where they show Sam become Captain America, explain how he became Captain Captain America, the show did that. So when yeah. Captain America 4 comes, he's already Captain America. The stage is already set for certain characters and certain positions. So that's what I like about it. I think it, it was a great transition from in-game to Captain America 4 for those characters.
1: Okay. I mean, I agree with you. Um, I'm also looking forward to the next uh, stage and uh, Marvel's presentation for Captain America, albeit the um, film or even the second uh, season for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, or I guess Captain and Winter Soldier, however they want to uh, do it. Um, so that was, I guess that was the positive side of our weekend. We'll go to the downside. I'm thinking as a downside because I just finished watching uh, Mortal Kombat on HBO Max. So we know where this is gonna spiral into. This movie, um, it was better than the the last Mortal Kombat theatrical release. I'll, I'll I'll leave that. I'll leave it at that. It was better than the last Mortal Kombat film. Uh, this one. It just—it felt like it was lacking. Like it felt like there was one—not too many characters. Uh, I mean, there's well over twenty plus characters inside the uh, Mortal Kombat universe. So uh, granted, I I didn't expect to see all of them, but it just felt like there wasn't enough uh, characters in this one. Uh, The plot seemed kind of light. It kind of teased us with the Sub Zero Scorpion uh, rivalry at the beginning, and then it kind of fizzled from there. And it wasn't (laughs) until like the last fight scene, to me, that it kind of ramped itself back up, but it's still it it, it wasn't um, it wasn't that good. I, I don't think there's a replay value in it. Uh, I know you guys saw it. Uh, what did you guys think of it?
0: <laughs> um, I'm still waiting for it to start. <laughs> you, you know, wrong. it's, 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 it's no, no lie. When, it, when the movie ended, I was like, wait, isn't it just beginning? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I get it. You want to have a sequel or maybe some kind of a series. I, I understand that mentality. If you can keep making money. But you have to have a movie where you show something. Um, and right when it started getting good, that's when it ended. Um, there was a, a point in the movie, I think this is when Chang Soon came with his crew, and he was facing off with the Earth Heroes for the first time. Mm-hmm. And they asked somebody asked the question, you know, are these your champions? And when they asked that question, I thought to myself, well, is it really? I mean, <laughs> are these the best fighters that they could have found? And and I think that's the problem with this, this movie. I, because I'm going back and forth. There were a lot of things that I enjoyed about it. Um, and I think what I did not like about it stemmed from the fact that did it really need a convoluted reason to make them have powers? I mean, did it really need to have, you have to have a special tattoo, but you can only get the tattoo by killing somebody. Mm -hmm. It it was unnecessary to me, and it didn't make sense. Um, Because again, they weren't the best fighters if all they needed was a tattoo. And I think in a way it just downplayed um, the characters' capabilities in the Earth Squad, and it should have just focused more on the fact that people came to see a Mortal Kombat movie because of the fighting, because of the Mortal Kombat, not because of someone named Cole, who for some unknown reason uh, has this ability to basically put on the Black Panther armor um, to absorb punches. And I just didn't care about him at all. Um, whenever they showed the other characters, the real Mortal Kombat characters, I enjoyed it. Um, but I, I just didn't care for the Cole character. Um, I think he was unnecessary. Uh, even the, the, the big sequence where he's fighting alongside Scorpion. Um, I just wanted to see Scorpion fight in that sequence because Sub-Zero was dope. I, I love the, the beginning battle with Sub-Zero and um, Scorpion. I, I love that basically we got an origin story for, for Noob. Um, I enjoyed Scorpion's um, story, even though they barely showed him. But I think every time they turn back to Cole, it took away from what the movie should have been about, which is the Mortal Kombat characters. We, we don't need it to be grounded um, in the sense of, I hear somebody who has a regular life, he's trying to pay bills. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> we're, we're,
1: we're, super we're talking positive about that. the state of the earth. <laughs> like,
0: you know, he's trying to make $100 off of a fight in the cage. I don't care. Like, it's not important.
2: <laughs> what? What do you so
0: mean? That's my opinion about it. Is they should have focused on the, the Mortal Kombat itself and not some unknown character who just, he wasn't interested in me at all.
1: hmm Yeah, it, it, it had its moments, um, which were very few. I uh, you know Kano is his talking i mean that to me was the same cano from the previous movies and 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 the game which i'm fine with but i do agree that it shouldn't have taken a a bulk of the movie for them to find their 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 inner strength in order to for them to um connect with their powers and i'm not sure if the powers kicked in because they're in the temple or because you know Jax had those little baby uh mechanical arms and then (laughs) channels the strength and next know these things become these big cybernetic uh table style arms, like okay, what, what's happening? It's uh, and then uh, Sonya has the the, the um, like the energy pulses, and I, know, I, know, I know these are from the video game, but it's just the way they they uh, manifest themselves in the film. I thought you know, it wasn't that good. It's, the film itself honestly felt like a sci-fi original, Sci-Fi Channel original. If it was on Sci-Fi okay. Channel, I'm like okay, <laughs> this is this is par for the quest. The the, the the you know the CGI, the graphics is on par with Sci-Fi Channel. Um, the plot is just like Sci-Fi Channel. It's, when I'm, I'm not getting anything else, you know. And, and you know, Jade and my son asked, "Is it better or worse than Velocipaster?" Like, sadly, it's a little bit better than Velocipaster because the plot seems to uh, be coherent, albeit it's still bad. It's still better than Velocipaster. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: Am I the only one that enjoyed it?
1: Well. take did you see the previous Mortal Kombat movies? Yes. And you enjoyed this one?
2: Yes, because okay, so I w- I went in expecting it to be completely horrible, so I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I didn't go in thinking, oh my god, this is gonna be a good movie. Girl, low
0: expectations wins again, huh? Nah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, what?
2: Yes, they did. <laughs> like, okay, so like the funny thing is, so me. me. Me and one of my friends, me and Melissa, we were talking about this about a few hours ago. We were just like, "Yo," because she saw it. She hated it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she hated it, and I understand her hate. I understand the hatred for it. It's a, it's not a good movie, but it's a fun movie. I, tell me, you did not at least laugh and get giddy when they when do when Kano repeated
0: Kano wins, or <laughs> when you said get over it. I did. It. That's the yeah, thing. But I, I did. I would hate when Scorpion said, get over here, but it, 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 it was few and far between. And that's what I mean. It should have just embraced the fact that it was a Mortal Kombat movie and not try to have some convoluted explanation as to you know why they can do what they can do. It's be it's just because. It's just because that's why. Um you have someone with four arms, you have people um, teleporting between dimensions. You don't need to have a tattoo explain why they have abilities. And I think that wasted a lot of the movie and it wasted the movie or interactions that were not necessary. I love, you know, Kano's role. He was funny to me. He was the usual Kano, but he added some humor to it. I love Scorpion coming up. I, I got really excited about that. I even love um, Kung Lao's Fatality. I thought that was like a dope sequence. <laughs> yeah, like, that, was that was great. Cool. That was great. Liu Kang, I thought he was, they made him a little bit weaker than usual, but even that sequence was nice. So it had bits and pieces that I enjoy, but the story itself was just too convoluted. Chang um, Soon, he he didn't seem as uh, he just seemed okay to me. Um, when he took uh, Kung Lao soul, I thought, okay, that's that Chang Soon. Raiden was a little bit, uh, you know, I I don't know. He could have been a little bit better. Maybe they make him better down the line, but it just was too convoluted. Just get to the
1: point. It took a long time to get to where where the action started. That's like once the, the movie for me, the movie didn't start until uh, Shang Song's uh, team broke into uh, Raiden's temple. After that, but everything before that is like just come on, let's go, just, just quicken the pace, get to me, get me where I need to be. This is a movie about fighting and brutality. All oh, this story about his family and and, da, 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 and the special powers, forget that, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> I do agree, the, the, the fatalities and stuff were cool, you know, the fight scenes were, were nice. Once, when they act, when they, whenever they actually happened, you know, they showed Reptile at the beginning and, and stuff. Um, Raiden, I thought he would have interacted more, um, but I, I asked you, since you all, we all saw the original Mortal Kombat, whose Raiden was better, Christopher Lambert or this guy?
0: Neither. <laughs> you, have to pick one. you have to pick one I picked the guy from Big Trouble and Little China that's who I picked <laughs> <laughs> he's the right? best in of all time right like okay so if we're gonna have
2: to if I if I, honest to Pete have to really choose between these two
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm going with, the, with this guy I really am yeah, um, okay. now I can say that it's a good thing but Christopher Lambert's rating wasn't that great so I'm gonna go with this one <laughs> this one was manipulative like, I love how my from, I love how Melissa described it. She was like, yo, he is, she, okay. So essentially she was like, how is it that he's manipulating everybody this entire time and still doing nothing, this no. rating? No. Like, he's just screwing everybody over and doing nothing. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <ten>? <laughs> that's the point? <laughs> I was like... Oh man, that's what I loved it. I was like, "Yo, here he is." He's like, "Well, I can't, I can't interfere." But I'm like, "Um, dude, you done brought this kid here. You're interfering. Why didn't you? Tra- why? Why were they training in your sanctuary or not instead of in the world in between? Why are you not getting involved with the fact that three of the people have already been killed?" <laughs>
0: <Three> <laughs> it's,
2: it's beautiful because yeah, it's like it's a it's such a fun bad movie that I'm like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, I was laughing along. I was just like, okay, Kano was being, like, it, it's it's just a fun movie. Like, I know it's not supposed to be fun. I'm sure they meant it to be a much better movie than it was. But I would literally watch this again because it's funny.
0: <laughs> well, I think also because it's free. Would you, if you paid for it in the movie, <laughs> um, day, would you no, feel the I same? Wasn't
2: gonna, uh, let's be honest. I had already asked. Uh, like, cause I was asked if I was watching this movie and I was like, uh, is it free? <laughs> and they were like, uh, it's on HBO, Promise. I mean, on HBO Max, was like, oh, then yeah, I guess I'll watch it. Because I had no intention of watching this. I knew this was going to be a bad movie. Why would I watch something that I know was going to
1: be horrible? Okay, so because you knew it was horrible, I was going to ask the uh, same <laughs> question. But my, the, the problem I fell into is that I saw the trailer and I thought, okay, the action looks a little bit more serious than the previous movies. Um, it didn't look cheesy, so I thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be better than what it turned out to be, and that's why I was disappointed. Oh,
2: you went in with hopes. Don't yeah, go I went, with yeah, hopes. I, I went
1: in with hopes. I went in with hopes. Don't ever uh, do that. So I'll, I'll I'll pose a question. I guess actually in, in reference to some of our social media. You now we put out a, a poll on our Twitter account under uh, uh, Three Hokages podcast on Twitter. Our last podcast we asked uh, would you rather have one million dollars in cash or have a favorite um anime uh, that ended uh, be restored most people uh 75 people uh, said they'd rather have a million dollars in cash so my question would be for this upcoming uh, uh twitter poll would be which film was worse this mortal Kombat or the original super mario brothers movie
2: Woo! Ooh, what what yo can we stop discussing can we stop with the movies that i enjoy
1: <laughs> we're gonna have to cut your mic off if you say that if you said that mario brothers movie was good
2: it was funny okay
1: where's the mute button this is gotta
2: stop why don't y'all like humorous things explain that to me just tell me that, that. why, why no don't sense. y'all like funny dennis
1: stuff? hopper's bowser really look really? the fact
2: that Okay, keep, in the, in the
1: who, Goombers, who, are the little headed uh uh visit people from out of V were
2: you not shocked they had Dennis Hopper in there like that alone was like I'm good like y'all somehow convinced Dennis Hopper to be in this horrible movie <laughs> oh this is beautiful <laughs> like that's when you really realize that money does talk a whole lot it's like oh yeah money will get you to do anything because mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper and he just he was putting in the performance like it was a good movie, and I'm just like, "Oh wow, this <laughs> is beautiful." Oh
1: man, <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I would probably say Super Mario Brothers was worse than this one.
2: Yeah. Okay. I. My. Yes. I. I would agree with that. Super Mario Brothers was definitely worse than this movie, but that still, they're still both enjoyable. They're both funny. there are
1: you you you
0: can like bad
2: movies there's nothing wrong with liking a bad movie
0: um i i've I've only watched i can only recall watching the super mario brothers movie once not enjoying it and trying to block it out of memory so i would say this is slightly better because there's parts of this movie i want to remember um so I think that gives it a leg up over over Super Mario Brothers, but yeah, hey, that's it was not a good movie. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> okay, would you? But do you agree that this was merely a setup for a sequel? Because uh,
0: that's what I uh, was. I sure. thought the way it speak. ended.
1: Yeah, the way it ended is set up for a sequel. The question is, will it get a sequel?
0: Yeah, and that's 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 my thinking too. Will it get one? You can't really be a setup for something that's just so bad that you may not get a sequel. So I, I think it's, it's, it varies, it depends. Um, I find it interesting that there's some people who love this movie and some people who thought it was you know, one of the worst movies ever. Um, there really is no, I haven't seen much, many people in between, uh, but I don't know if this is one that where it's, it's worth having a sequel as opposed to just having another movie. Mm-hmm. Do you really need a sequel?
2: To think yes. They okay. So this is gonna be weird. I think the reason why I think they should have a sequel because this didn't. This never got to the tournament. So I feel like the entire purpose of this movie was to set up for the tournament, which never happened. So like with the next one, they can literally actually have the tournament, and there can be consequences to to, to all the events that happen in this one. Like he sucked his he sucked dual soul. He grabbed their bodies and disappeared with them. So,
0: so you're like, saying this was a prequel movie? Yes, basically. I
2: think that. Yeah, I feel like that's what this was. This was like a prequel. Um, this whole thing could have been done in 30 minutes to like give us the backstory and then start it off with when he disappears. Once he grabs the bodies, and then like they have to then actually find Johnny Cage. Bring him there and then they can really have the tournament, which is basically like where the previous the, the Christopher Lambert version started off, it started off at the tournament. Whereas this is like everything leads up to before the tournament, which I think is kind of cool because if if I mean, if they get a sequel, although technically there's there they might be um they yeah. They might bring in Katana for the second for the second one, um, but I think if they did, I think that would have been like that's that's cool. That's it's not a hard like I can accept that you can have a bad starter movie and then have a good sequel. Okay.
1: Well, yeah, I mean it's anything's possible, uh, but it hurts to have a bad origin, uh, original or uh, part one. Because that greatly diminishes who wants to see part two.
2: I mean, look, we got how how good was the first Thor movie?
1: Uh it definitely was better than part three.
2: Right. But still not a good <laughs> but like overall, still not a good movie. No, so,
1: no. I know. Versus,
2: yeah, like if, if Marvel can do it with most with a lot of their movies, this should be fine.
0: <laughs> Speaking of that, not to, to jump around, but they even let Darcy take down a bad guy in WandaVision. and Sam couldn't. So I mean,
2: because <laughs> we know in reality Sam's more of a pacifist. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he's I think the
0: they could have a, a sequel. To, um, I'm sorry to cut you off like that, but I, I think they can have a sequel, without really being a sequel. Uh,
1: yeah, they could. They could. Um they could just also just make an entirely different film yeah. I think that to me the last one that was good was with uh, Scorpion's Revenge I think that was an animated film that was pretty good yeah was, that was
2: excellent I think they're going to do it I, I hope okay I really do hope they get a sequel because I really hope that we actually get to see like the Mortal Kombat tournament style I, I just I really need to see that
1: no, I, I just really, really want to see really, who Johnny Cage is going to be I think it should be The Miz from WWE. Please don't. <laughs> Why? Who else? Who, who do you think should be Johnny Cage? Why The Miz? Well, the Miz is the I... same persona as Johnny Cage. Yeah, but he's not a good actor. I'm sorry. Are we, I just, are we, I also... are we concerned about acting now in regards to <laughs> movies? Yeah, right, right.
2: Yes. You sure he's in yes. this
1: movie? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you enjoyed it for the you act to, you acting? I
2: wanted to be a better movie. Can we at least get an actor?
0: Like, Look,
1: I, i've I've seen every I've seen every uh, Fast and Furious in the theater, so I've know I know trash when I see it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all still like the Fast and the Furious movie, So y'all, that's what I don't understand. And like, I know, but see, I drug. know
1: what I'm expecting when I go in there. I'm expecting. And that's a movie that embraces itself, unlike like yeah. Mortal
0: Kombat when well, if I was trying plane. to do
1: something. that's not like slow down. You need to fall into your lane of being a, a, a crap movie, and and you'll do well. You're trying to do something. You're trying to be on 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 a whole nother level. It's like you know, you, yeah. And I think maybe they'll they'll get a they'll get a part two. Uh, will they learn from their mistakes? Hope so. Uh, you know, tone down all of this extra plot stuff and get to the fighting. could honestly, if they look at the movie Bloodsport, look at Bloodsport with Van Dam and follow yes. that kind of and, and just and make a movie about that. It's a, it's a basically a tournament about people fighting to death or close to death. Very little uh, background heavy on the martial arts. Give me that and we're good.
0: They could have accomplished the same thing that this movie accomplished with just one of those brief scrolling sequence series of My gosh You know, this is the, <laughs> the the Earth has lost nine times in a row. This fighter named Cole emerges with a They could have done that in five minutes and it would have been the entire movie. We didn't need to see it. <laughs>
2: I'm not disagreeing with you. I just think it's uh, like, I I just like, I guess cuz I really didn't expect it to be good, so I'm okay. <laughs> like I'm good.
1: Okay. So I we're going to put you a, we're gonna have to put you in a cashmere Thors polyester the pockets movie review our group's the lower that.
2: Oh my gosh! Fine, they I don't fine. never go
1: into the theater expecting the expecting the, the best out of these films. So then they, they were like, "Yeah, this is trash. I knew it was going to be trash. This is trash."
2: Right. That's all. Just just expect trash and be okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, but we promised you guys last episode we were going to get into anime. And we promised you guys again we will get into anime in our next episode. So just right because I've already us.
2: started watching my anime for this month.
1: No, yeah, I've, I have some anime. I've, I'm already up to speed in My Hero Academia. Um, I'll probably just binge this tomorrow. I'll binge through the rest of AOT. Uh, so that way, by the time we have our next episode, we'll be all anime.
2: And don't forget also, by the time we do our next um, episode, Yasuke will be out.
1: Yeah, so actually that that make sense. So we can do Yasuke review and we'll talk about some other animes that we enjoyed over the week maybe even the demon slayer movie yeah i'm not sure if i'm gonna go into the theater to see demon slayer so i might have to hit the high seas allegedly not sure yet and we'll figure this one out
2: what you're not gonna go in and see demon slayer uh,
1: we'll see I-, I have to scope out see who's gonna be going there uh if it's maybe a matinee when it's not so crowded and uh, jump in jump out
2: guys seriously
1: are you going to the theater to see it
2: no, I'm not even going to go to the theaters. I'm not even going to go to New York Comic Con when they open back up. Yeah, I see. But I'm also not stupid, so there's that.
1: I wonder what the lines are going to look like at Funko Booth. Yo, no <laughs>
2: lines people
1: aren't showing up. You got to always say you know, six feet apart inside the line. That line is going to be like from here to, to, to Penn Station. <laughs> I mean, you got to stay that far apart. But Well, they actually got the new space inside the... Inside the uh, convention center so they may be able to wrap it around a, the block maybe once instead of twice
2: thanks for listening follow us on Instagram and Facebook under the name 3 Hokages and on Twitter and Twitch while the guys game which is 3 Hokages podcast for more episodes and blogs check us out on www.threehokages.com and that is 3 the number h-o-k-e-g-s.com uh-huh. and I feel like Vanna so White voice. those numbers have turned uh-huh. thanks again for listening to us well, have a great can. time
0: yeah. No edge wanna kick it, cause it's pre-orday. When I
1: spray, roll like at three hoke high gate. We gone sight, think a night, maybe move all ways. It's hard to see three niggas when they move on stage. Now we tune up the sound of the new old age. Bookworms,
0: more clubber, the stakes is higher, the stakes empire. Based
1: on the day, it's wired. The culture ain't a case of day to day, attire Nah. Respect the frame, the man's is fire. Pay
0: homage, we can speak about us. Pay homage, we can speak about us. How much we can speak about us